0: You are listening to Mike on Mike Dell's World, a show about nothing. And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. Hello, this is Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little while since I did one of these, but hey, you know, you know how it goes. Life gets in the way. Been uh, relatively busy, got some, some good news, I guess. Uh, we'll see. So uh, on with it. So we finally got our winter last week or two, I guess. We've got some snow. Uh, definitely not as much snow as other parts around the country or or uh, around here. Even you know, usually we get uh, a lot of snow, and the rest of the state doesn't get as much, or at least you know, downstate. But last weekend we were down in Grand Haven and Muskegon, and they got about three times, maybe four times more snow than we have. So. It's been uh, definitely less snow than normal, but I did get to use the snow plow a couple of times on the tractor, on the new 2Me tractor, and I've actually broke it once, but uh, nothing serious, actually twice, now that I think about it. <laughs> I broke the uh, tie rod on, uh, on the, uh, I think it was on the right side. And so one wheel was going one way, one wheel was going the other, but luckily I have a couple of tractors in the backyard that have compatible parts, so I just pulled the tire rod off of one of them and put it on. So that's a good thing. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, Yeah, the other thing I broke is I I got a lift link for the snow plow. I decided to not use the snow blower attachment on the tractor and just put the snow plow attachment which I had my reservations on uh, whether that would really do anything or not and it's surprisingly good. It does take me a little longer to do the driveway with the plow blade than I would if I was using a snow blower or the snow blower attachment but that's okay. I you know it's it's fun driving around. Except for the other day it was 5 degrees out and I was out plowing and it gets a little cold but Anyway, that uh, I, I got a, a link to lift the, the plow blade because I didn't have one. So I had jury-rigged a chain. And actually, the chain part, you know, the chain worked. Uh, but then I got the actual link that it's supposed to have and put that in there. But I didn't use the pins that came with the link. I used uh, some pins I used with my chain lash-up, and those were a bit thinner and a, a bit looser and all that, and I ended up breaking one of those. But uh, luckily I had the stock ones, so uh, I put a, the one that's supposed to go in there where the one that broke, and I still got to go put the other pin in the, the, that came with it. So uh, we'll do that uh, tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, it's Friday night, by the way. Uh, had a busy week at work, which is good. I'd rather be busy than bored. But uh yeah, so tomorrow it's supposed to be in the high 20s, maybe low 30s. Uh, and it is snowing out there currently, not terrible, but uh snowing somewhat. I haven't really looked at the forecast to see if we're supposed to get any snow. I really paid any attention to news or or weather uh, other than uh what's happening between the house and here and my Mike Dell's world studio slash office slash ham shack slash shed in the backyard. But <laughs> anyway, uh, so I will have to actually go look at that and see what we're supposed to get. But, uh, hopefully tomorrow will be warm enough that it's not too insanely cold and I'll be able to put the uh, other stock pin back or where it's supposed to go in the link and that should uh, suffice. The tractor's running good. Uh, It is burning a little oil, which I guess could be expected since it's a 50-year-old tractor, or nearly 50-year-old tractor. So I think my project this summer uh, is going to be pull the engine out and do a rebuild on it. Uh, shouldn't be terrible. Uh, I don't think it's been done before because I don't believe this tractor was used a whole lot because it doesn't look like it's wore out like so many of them of that age. My other two tractors are just plain wore out. That's why they're sitting in the back for parts. But uh, the one I've been using is definitely not wore out. and You know, the engine's just burning a little oil, so that's okay. We'll uh, take it apart, get it uh, machined and... Put new valves, piston, the whole nine yards in it, get the crank uh, trued up. And once I figure out what machine work has to be done and what size piston I need, I'll uh, order the rebuild kit and do that and probably go ahead at the same time rebuild the carburetor because I do notice that it's a little hard to start and uh, just a couple little minor things. But, you know, considering its age, you know, wow. So we'll do a little uh, preventative rebuild there, uh, get that All done, and next winter it'll be uh, raring to go. So that's a good thing. Uh, So my my big news, at least big news to me, those of you that know me uh, know that I've wore glasses for most of my life. Uh, And when I was a little kid, I I wore glasses. And then I guess uh, from the time I was about 10 or 12 up until I was probably 25, I didn't need them. And then slowly but surely had to get glasses again, and and uh, now I'm to the point where well, he told me uh, when I went in for my eye exam, he says, well, we could either bump your uh, prescription up a, a whole point on both sides, or you've got cataracts. And he did the test for cataracts and looked in there, and oh yeah, you got cataracts, so On March 1st, I go in and get the left eye done, and on the 16th, I do the right eye. And he's fairly confident, my surgeon's fairly confident, that he can uh, get me to 20-20 in both eyes. So that'll be a new experience uh, for (laughs) the last 30-something years, uh, to be able to wake up in the middle of the night and actually be able to see something that'll be nice and uh, not have to worry too much about glasses of course nothing can fix the uh, need for reading glasses from time to time so i'll probably have to have cheaters but when i wear my contacts i have to wear cheaters anyway to to read you know anything on paper but it you know it had been getting a lot worse uh, the last couple of years especially night driving you know, if it was raining or snowing or anything, you know, it just was really hard to, to see at night. And and I noticed that, you know, every time I'm doing anything that requires any intricate, you know, looking at something, I need a lot of light. I have no problem reading the computer, um, you know, or an iPad or the Kindle or something like that because, you know, it's backlit, so it's lit really good. But uh, if I read anything on paper, it's, really you know kind of pointless unless they have an awful lot of light but uh, the main thing was the night driving you know and lights had halos around them and you know i'm very sensitive to the sun and uh, you know anything like that uh you know it got to the point where i'd walk outside in the, in the summer you know it was really sunny out and it, i'd have to stand there for you know 30 seconds or so before i could really see much uh So yeah, it's time. So yeah, go in on the March first and get the left eye done, which will be good uh, because that's my dominant eye, and uh, probably just wear the uh, right contact for those couple of weeks in the right eye, and then get the left eye or the right eye fixed, and should be golden. I think uh, that'll be good. I'm really excited about it. Actually, (laughs) I'm just like, wow, that's uh, that's great. My uh, folks both had theirs done, and they were in their seventies. So, yeah, yeehaw! So that's the uh, that's the plan of attack, anyway. Uh, get that done, and uh, I'll be able to to see without uh, glasses for the most part, or at least be less dependent on them. That's that's probably more likely, but and I should see everything a lot brighter and colors are supposed to improve a lot. Uh, He didn't do a color check, but uh, I'll I'll be willing to bet you that uh, color vision isn't that great right now. I know uh, a lot of times I have a hell of a time between dark green, dark blue, and uh, black, you know, when it comes to socks or t-shirts or whatever, uh, or towels. It's funny. I always, you know, my wife hands me my bath towel and I said, "Oh, you got the green one." I said, "No, that's the blue one." Really? Okay, <laughs> I'll trust you. So, uh, hopefully, that'll improve things greatly. Uh, like I said, definitely looking forward to it. Let's see what else has been going on. Uh, that, you know, lots of things, but nothing uh, you know, nothing too earth shattering. Of course, like I said, it's winter, and we finally got some winter. And, uh, okay, I'm done with it already. Not really. Uh, I don't mind it that much. It is kind of fun to to drive around on the tractor and and all that. But uh, some of the pain points is, you know, when it's crappy out, you got to, you know, we only have room in our garage for one car because I've got a lot of stuff in the tractor in there. Uh, So my van sits outside. So anytime I have to go anywhere, I could go out and warm up the van and scrape the windows. We'll brush the snow off, all that normal winter stuff. Like I said, anybody that lives in, uh, in the north knows that anyway. And those of you in the south are getting that experience. I guess Texas really took a wallop. Uh, and they're having a, a trouble with their power grid down there, which is not good, not ideal. Because uh, you know it's 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 a pain being out without power, especially when it's cold. Uh, luckily, we have other means of of generating heat. Uh, so if the you know, power goes out, which almost never does here, because they buried all the uh, power lines probably ten, twelve years ago when they widened the road out. They buried all the power lines, and since they've done that, we've had maybe two outages, and one was planned. You know, they told us about it, you know, way in advance. And then another one was, uh, you know, who knows what it was, but uh wasn't during weather. It was, I think, a, a, an accident or, or something. And like I said we were only out, you know, maybe an hour uh, one time. And, you know, the planned one was only like 15 minutes. <laughs> so can't complain about that, that's for sure. And, you know, my little shed here is uh, dependent on electrical, although I could drag out the generator and plug in the, the heater, uh, with the generator. I've got it set up to where I can plug the generator into here and isolate it from the house. So that works. Uh, but I don't want to do that if I don't have to, uh, gasoline's definitely more expensive than uh, power. And the nice thing in here though, is there's nothing in here that can't freeze. You know, it's probably not perfectly good for all the electrical equipment to, to do that, but it uh, definitely uh, isn't as bad as, uh, you know, a place that has, uh, you know, plumbing and, and all that. But, you know, the house, of course, does. But we've got uh, wood heat in the house if we need it. So not super efficient wood heat. It's just a big fireplace. But you get that thing roaring, it'll, uh, it'll keep the living room nice and toasty and the rest of the house above freezing in most cases. That's a good thing. Let's see, uh, they did finally open the restaurants back up in Traverse City or in Michigan in general, which uh, I thought it was kind of silly that they closed them down back in November again uh, when the restaurants weren't the problem. You know, they didn't have documented cases of COVID being spread at restaurants. It might, maybe at bars, I could see that, you know, if people are up mingling around uh, at the bar and, you know, that kind of thing, I guess. But, you know, I don't think that was the major spreader, but, uh, you know, as our illustrious governor likes to say, science and data, science and data, though we don't see any of the data and the science don't make any sense because restaurants weren't the problem. That's just the target that she could get to, you know, through the health department. Cause it's, you know, that's, it's silly, but they did open them back up uh, 25% capacity, which is also kind of ridiculous because, uh, you know, nobody can make money at 25%, although a lot of the restaurants that I go to, I know they're way above 25% of their normal capacity, although I, I bet you if they, if you look on their documentation for the fire department, the total maximum allowable people in the building is probably what they're going by, which is good. I, you know, they should. They need to make money. because uh, restaurant people, you know, it's been almost a year now, uh they've taken the brunt of this and it's amazing that uh, a lot of them are still in business especially you know the independent ones uh, you know we don't have a lot of chain restaurants around here not not like a lot of places i frequent columbus ohio quite a bit cuz that's where i work well that's the company i work for is out of columbus And whenever I go down there, it just amazes me the number of, I mean, every single chain restaurant you can think of. And a lot of them you never thought of. Like, you know, we'll go out to lunch or something to some place and, oh, this is a neat little restaurant, blah, 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 blah. And come to find out it's a chain, you know. It looks like a local place because I'd never heard of it. But, and around here, it's kind of the opposite. Most of them are, are, uh, local and there's not a lot of chains here and there's some small local chains uh you know a few of them anyway uh but you know the vast majority of restaurants aren't that and the and the chain restaurants don't do all that well here we had a ruby tuesday's go out of business this was way before the uh the, the whole covid thing we had a ruby tuesday's go out of business we've had uh wait, let's see hooters went out of business i think that's kind of nationwide Although I think there are still some Hooters around, but not here. Uh, yeah, what other ones? Uh, chain restaurants. I mean, there's just been quite a few. We've actually had, thinking now, I think two, maybe three McDonald's go out of business here. And we had a Checkers go out of business. Uh, that's, a, I guess, a smaller fast food chain. We had one of those go out of business. We had Arby's go out of business. We had a Dunkin' Donuts go out of business. Um, uh, see, Wendy's, uh, we got one Wendy's left in town, but, uh, we had two of them. One of them, uh, went out of business. We have Kentucky fried chickens gone out of business, although they did come back with a new owner in the same place, but they were down for six, eight months. Like I said, this is all before the, uh, the, uh, whole COVID thing. So, uh. Yeah, it's kind of weird. We don't have a lot of Starbucks in town. We actually have, I guess, three officially. Got one on the east side, one on the west side, and uh, then there's one in, I think, the Meyer store on the west side. Uh, Meyer' store on the east side has uh, something else. I don't think it's a Starbucks. But, you know, like I said, we're not a, a, a chain restaurant area. You know, we've got some of the chains, of course, you know, Chili's and Applebee's and... Red Lobster, Olive Garden. Uh jeez, I'm drawing a blank. There's not a lot of other ones. You know, and then all the fat not all of fast foods, in fact, kind of slim pickings on fast food. We've got a couple of Taco Bells, a couple of Kentucky fried chickens, uh, including the one that went out of business and came back. Uh Jeez, what else? I think we still have one Arby's. No, nope, two Arby's. Left. We had, I think, four at one time. Uh of course we have McDonald's and Burger King, uh multiples of those. Uh let's see. I can count the McDonald's and the Burger Kings, though. Uh one, two, three, McDonald's, four McDonald's, five. Yeah, so five McDonald's. And let's see. See, I know this is really uh, entertaining stuff, but <laughs> you know, we're a small town or small-ish town, Uh, but uh, let's see, Burger Kings, I can think of two, three, four, five, I think that's it, five Burger Kings, Mm, I might be wrong, but uh, maybe six, there we go, there's six Burger Kings, because I forgot about the one on the east side, but, uh, you know, like I said, we don't have this massive amount of uh, fast food places. We don't have, uh, you know, like Chick-fil-A was supposed to come here, and they backed out. I kind of look forward to that one. Uh, but, you know, we don't have – we have a Dairy Queen, but it's not a Dairy Queen fast food place. It's just the Dairy Queen uh, ice cream store. You know, they do ice cream cakes and whatever, that stuff, but they don't do uh, – you know, burgers and whatever, and they're only open part of the year, so they're just a part-time uh, dairy queen. And uh, we used to have one of the old-style ones downtown, uh, right on uh, if those of you that are local uh, right on Union and 8th Street there. Right now I think there's a little office complex there, but uh, that used to be uh, one of the old-style where you had to walk up to the window and order, and uh, had a parking lot there, and And I guess back in the late 50s, early 60s, they had a trampoline sunk into the concrete or into the parking lot there. And uh, one of the famous people around here, Bill Whiting, uh, broke his neck on it. Uh, At least that's the story I'd heard. He became a, a, a quadriplegic and then he became an artist. So he would paint with, uh, he'd put the brush in his mouth. He could move one arm enough to just be able to grab the paintbrush and dip it, and then he'd put it in his mouth, and he made art. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of artwork of his uh, around town, in various places, and uh, that's what he uh, he did after his accident. Uh, I don't know how long, I don't know, maybe he was an artist before, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the whole story, but he was kind of a local celebrity but uh, you yeah, that's the, the the downtown dairy queen <laughs> but like i said we're just not a chain restaurant place there's a lot of uh, a lot of local places a lot of good local places and some yeah so-so ones there's uh, a lot of a lot of good hamburger places uh and of course Trevor city's famous for don's drive in which is a you know it's a 50s diner uh, and drive a uh, drive in so But the thing about them is they're not 50s uh, style because they built it as a 50s style diner. They built it in the 50s. And it just hasn't changed a whole heck of a lot in all that time. And, uh, you know, they just, you know, they modernize it a little bit. But uh, for the most part, it's the same Don's drive in that was there when they built it in, I think, the late 50s or maybe even early 60s. But it's that style drive in slash diner. You know, think of. you know the the diner on uh, or the drive-in on uh, happy days. I mean, it's just like that. You know, uh, very very close to that. And uh, they've got you know really really good burgers there. They got uh, let's see, we got Slabtown Burgers. Uh, got a new one that I think is maybe a chain. And if it's not a chain, it's uh, it's really good. And I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it's a it's a. Called Proper Burgers, but I can't remember the the first part of that <laughs> that name. But la- the last part's Proper Burgers, and uh, they're really good. Bubba's uh, it's another good burger place. Uh, Sparky's Diner, which is kind of like Don's, but without the drive-in part. Uh, in fact, it's owned by one of the former cooks that worked at Don's for twenty five years, and he uh, opened his own place. And, and they've doubled in size too. In fact, and then JNS Hamburg, we got actually two of them, but they're not related anymore. Uh, we got JNS South Airport, which is on South Airport Road. And it's really cool. You go in there; it's all aviation theme. They got murals on the walls and model airplanes hanging from the ceiling, and uh, it's uh, it's really quite cool aviation theme Since it's right by the airport there, and then uh, we got JNS Downtown, which was the original. Uh, and, uh, they're still the same as they always were kind of drive in ish, but not really a drive in. Uh, but like I said, they're local places. They used to be related. And then, uh, I believe the, the husband and wife that ran it, uh, got divorced and she got the, the one on the, on the South side of town. And, uh, he got the one on the North side of town and he died and she sold the, uh, the, uh, South side one on South airport. And, uh, Gallet's running it now. Uh, she's a, she, she's a, a really go-getter and uh, really survived well through this. Well, I don't know about well, but she survived through this whole uh, COVID thing and, and uh, doing really well over there. In fact, we just had uh, takeout from there. Uh, they're too busy on the inside with only 25% capacity. So I uh, had their uh, famous liver and onions. And uh, yeah, you don't want to smell my breath right now, <laughs> but uh, good stuff for sure. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. I, I was just uh, you know feeling guilty that I hadn't done an episode in a while. Figured I'd catch up on what's going on. Uh, real excited about the, the eyeball surgery. So hopefully uh, that goes as planned and uh, he's able to get me. To the point where I don't need glasses most of the time. That would be awesome. I could wear my uh, cool sunglasses that I wear when I wear my contacts. But like I said, during this whole COVID thing, I didn't really wear the contacts all that much, just because uh, I'm not going anywhere. So it didn't really matter whether I was wearing glasses or not. And, and frankly, now uh, you know that my eyes have gotten worse. I see better with the glasses than I did with the the uh, contacts because the prescription on my contacts hasn't changed in a couple of years and my eyeglasses have. So uh, that's probably uh, okay. The uh, only bummer about it is I bought new glasses last year, and you know I don't know if you've bought glasses in a long time, but they're expensive. And uh, so I spent a lot of money on glasses that uh, now I don't or shouldn't need anymore. What I'll probably do, though, with the... Uh, sunglasses once because I I got two pairs I got the regular glasses and sunglasses and they're bifocals and or progressives or whatever and I think what I'll probably do is get the clear ones done so that there's no prescription on the top and whatever I need for cheaters on the bottom so they'll still be progressive but much thinner and then for the uh, sunglasses I'll just have them put clear you know regular sunglass lenses in them uh, Because I like the glasses uh, when I need them, so that's probably what I'll do uh, for those. You know, so that I don't waste the frames. But I know the the uh, lenses are the expensive part, so maybe I'll just uh, forego that and get the you know get the drugstore cheaters and (laughs) call it good if I need them. You know, you never know. Because with my contacts on, you know before everything started getting worse, uh, even though. I'm supposed to wear bifocals, you know, the the, the contacts weren't bifocal, so I had to have cheaters, and a lot of times I didn't even need them. Like, with my contacts on, I could actually read, read my Apple Watch, maybe not the teeny tiny print, but, you know, I could uh, read it good enough to, you know, tell the important stuff. Like, what time is it? <laughs> so, anyway, I'll let you guys uh, get back to uh, whatever else you are listening to. I'm going to do a uh, podcast help desk episode tomorrow and uh, get that uh, done. I got a couple of subjects. Actually, I'll probably record two of them so that uh, I got another one for uh, later in the week or or next weekend. And uh, we'll call it good. And uh, this weekend I don't have to go anywhere and don't have a lot. Oh, wait a minute. I do have, ah, we'll save that for the next episode. I do have one more big thing coming up that uh, I'm also mm, looking forward to being done with it. (laughs) We'll put it that way. Uh, This one's construction-related, and not office-related, but uh, house uh, remodeling. So, yeah, we're doing our kitchen, but uh, I'll tell you a lot more about that and probably do a video version. I did want to mention I do have a video feed now, so if you want to look up Mike Dell's world uh, uh, in uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, any other podcast app that does video. I'm actually doing video. I was going to do a YouTube channel, and I do have a YouTube channel, but I don't really put anything there. But with all the censorship and crap going on in social media, uh, I think i am you know stick with doing video on podcasts because you can do that. So I have a separate feed, so you're not going to get any big video files on this feed. Uh, and you can subscribe to it. The RSS feed and the Apple Podcast link is below the player. If you go to MikeDell.com and look for my picture with a big microphone sitting there, I should get one with a video for that logo, shouldn't I? Maybe I will look for a video camera and change that logo. (laughs) Splash screen on the video. But if you hit the play bar there, it'll actually be video. And I do have a a video tour of my uh, office shed ham shack and uh yeah so yeah you know, those will be occasional um uh, vlogging type videos uh, or maybe something interesting i find uh to video since uh, you know everybody's carrying a video camera and a still camera and a voice recorder and everything else in their pocket called an apple phone or a android phone uh, mine's apple and uh yeah so uh, yeah watch for uh, for video content uh, on the second feed, over at mikedell.com catch me later.